Hey, this is Andrew Schlecht from The Athletic. The NBA Finals begins on June 6, and we have you covered at The Athletic NBA Show. Join us Monday through Friday to hear voices like Zach Harper, David Aldridge, Marcus Thompson, Dave DeFore, Sam Amick, and many more. We will have instant reaction shows after every finals game, plus podcasts to take you behind the scenes in between games. Listen to The Athletic NBA Show wherever you get your podcasts. From The Athletic, I'm Alex Abnos. Let's look ahead to the next games to take center stage in front of the world. This is World Cup Every Day. Well, it's no secret what Black Friday, November 25th features. It features the biggest game for a huge chunk of our audience and frankly, most of our newsroom here at The Athletic as well. Paul Tenorio and Sam Stasekel have done a super in-depth preview of USA versus England earlier in this podcast feed on their show, Allocation Disorder. In this show, we'll hear later from David Ornstein's appearance on the Athletic Football Podcast to find out what the latest is with England. But before we get there, here is your TV guide for today. All times are Eastern as usual. Wales versus Iran kicks us off at 5 a.m. Eastern. That will be on Fox Sports 1. Qatar versus Senegal at 8 a.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. Then we switch over to Broadcast Network uh, Fox. Netherlands versus Ecuador. That is at 11 a.m. Eastern. And finally, the big kahuna, England versus the United States. That is at 2 p.m. on Fox. All those games are available in Spanish on Telemundo and in Canada on TSN. Now with that, let's send it over to Adam Leventhal and David Ornstein on the Athletic Football Podcast. So let's get into England now. Yesterday, I was with David Ornstein at the England training camp just to gauge the mood and potential worry on Harry Kane and a couple of others. We're here at the England training base just outside. You may well hear the uh, air conditioning units whirring in the background. It's just because it's very cool inside and it's actually a little bit nicer and a bit warmer uh, outside. So we've just stepped outside, David. Encouraging signs on, on Harry Kane, first of all. The fact that he's not out on the grass wearing a boot he's hopefully just out on the grass running around in trainers or whatever well look when Harry Kane suffered that challenge in the 48th minute was it of the Iran game the grimace on his face and the way in which he went down and the replays of what happened to that right ankle filled England fans with fear and if England are going to go far in this tournament they need a fit and firing Harry Kane then later on um, when I saw him in the mix zone he was walking through with some light strapping on that right ankle I definitely noticed a visible if minor limp the FA were quick to say that he was okay that he was fine Gareth Southgate echoing a similar message in his press conference at training the next day we didn't see Kane because all of those who started against Iran were indoors but we were told he was okay and then word got to me on Tuesday evening that actually there was concern over him and that he would be going for a scan Adam you don't go for a scan unless there is concern and it could be precautionary just to reassure you that everything's all right and try and identify if there's anything that you're not sure about so maybe that's good practice however it got people sweating the reaction was 
you know I really felt it from England fans on social media and a lot of people messaging me and asking me for more details including from around the England camp an injury scare to your key player um, in the early stages of a tournament that you want to win is is not nice however we came down to the training camp today and Jordan Pickford told us yeah I think he's good um, probably be a little bit sore but I think he's fine he's out on the grass today with us so that's good and he's, a, he's our captain and I think he, he's fine yeah obviously Harry is an unbelievable player he's, he sets the example in the squad he's the leader he's a captain and we all look up to him um, but yeah there's also opportunities for the lads as well. I think we're going to have to wait until tomorrow when we'll be back here. I'll be inside the training pitch a few yards away from us to actually see Harry Kane with our own eyes. But by comparison to somebody like James Madison, who is not on the grass, I would interpret Kane's status as being cautiously encouraging. It's not a moment now to risk him is it if he misses USA the game that he really needs to play in is probably the Wales game but at the the same time if you look at how England performed against Iran and the fact that there were strikers or attacking players that were willing to come on and they were willing to hit the ground running and they did so it's a positive thing yeah I think one thing we need to remember is that England have put themselves in a fantastic position with that Iran victory secondly he didn't score Harry Kane and England have shown that although his link play was crucial his presence too is a key part of what England are trying to do they can perform well without him and that will be reassuring if there's any doubt about his fitness they're not going to risk him surely they'll save him for the Wales game or maybe even England will get the result they need against the USA Wales will become relatively irrelevant and then Kane can be reintegrated for the knockout stage the last 16. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Just one other person I wanted to ask you about, Kyle Walker. We saw him here at the England Media Centre doing some interviews, walking around. I'm not going to try and second guess his gait and how he looked at that moment, but it appears that if he is now sort of out and talking to the media, that it is heading in the right direction. And his scheduled return at the end of the group stage seems to be on course. This is some good fitness news because when Kyle Walker underwent surgery on his groin in early October, people around... Manchester City was suggesting to me that he was a major major doubt for the World Cup and despite Walker himself expressing optimism there was quite a bit of pessimism at the Etihad Stadium. Kai will be a little bit out and we'll see the team and then the doctors we have to speak of them. Hopefully he can get it of course like Calvin so I know how important is the World Cup for the players but Honestly, I don't know right now. It's been described to me that his recovery has been miraculous, way ahead of schedule for where he should have been. Um, He has, unlike James Madison, been working with the main group out on the pitch, Um, but he hadn't played a match, so Iran was always going to come too early. Now England have beaten Iran. I don't think they need to uh, change their team, to be honest. I don't think Gareth Southgate will. Uh, Kieran Trippier's in possession of Carl Walker's right-back position. Luke Shaw at left-back means... Uh, provided he's fit you don't need to switch Kieran Trippier over to the left and bring Carl Walker in on the right so I think 
I presume the plan will be to give Kyle Walker some minutes in the USA game um, and potentially if there's going to be some rotation should England have qualified for the uh, knockout stage by the time they play Wales then maybe Walker will get a start and then he's had the perfect integration into the competition so that's a really good sign Um, I do have worries about James Madison though that must be said he's spent every single training session as far as we know indoors I think that represents a major concern I hate to say it I'm a massive fan of James Madison but if you're not taking part in training sessions you're not taking part in the first match you're not taking part in training sessions ahead of the second match my presumption at this point in time is that he won't be involved against the USA you've then only got one group game before you're in the knockout stage of a tournament that you're one defeat away from going home. England train again today and they are, of course, in action against the USA tomorrow in their second group game. If you want to hear more USA versus England preview content, but from a slightly more American perspective, check out Allocation Disorder. It is earlier in this podcast feed. Paul and Sam go very in-depth about everything you can expect from that game. Thanks so much to our wonderful producer, Mike Zimmerman, for putting this and all of our shows on this feed together. I'm Alex Abnos, live from Doha. Enjoy all the games, and we'll see you once again tomorrow.